Good day, everybody. Happy Wednesday. The last Wednesday of 2023, I think. I think. Yeah, I think it is. The last Wednesday of 2023. I'm glad that you could join me today. Lots to talk about. Lots of interessant things. Zer interessant things to talk about. Um, how was your night? How was your Tuesday night? I hope it was hope it was well. Just getting all my chizats up here. There we go. CBC vanilla sugar cookie is awesome. Yes, it is. And it's 50% off right now, too. Just kind of bonkers. We might keep that for, I was going to keep that for next year, but right now I'm focusing on dialing down the number of flavors that we have and improving our packaging, improving our logistics. And then maybe in fall next year, we'll roll out some more flavors. But otherwise, did you see the lame ass calendar gate thing? Holy crap. The dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. The most uh the most contrived astroturfed fake outrage meant to try and sell a dumbass calendar I've ever seen in my life. Please improve the gift box packaging. What do you mean? It's a custom box inside of another box. What do you mean? Do you want it to be more like Christmas themed or something like that? I thought that I did not think that that needed to be improved. <laughs> but I'm open to your feedback for sure. <laughs> Those boxes should be inside of a third box. Oh, okay. Well, that's that makes sense. That that does make sense. That that does um that 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 makes sense. They actually suspended Jair Alexander for that? You gotta be kidding me. For the coin toss thing? Five bucks says he won't be on the Packers next year. Five bucks says he won't be on the Packers. That's my guess. Five bucks says he's gone next year. So interesting. I'm pulling up these links for this calendar cringe. 
I don't even know if I want to upload a standalone video about it because like it's just going to give who I believe is a just a clear grifter more attention. But uh I do want to address some parts of it. That, you know, where is this? I think it's pretty cringe. Yeah, they still have uh, BLM bullshit. Uh, that's for sure. Um, who is this? All they want to do is sell this dumb calendar. Um, and, you know, I would say that, like, it's just, it's just mostly infighting, which is, you know, which is something that, look, I will often get sucked into. I get it. But there's something about this guy that just reeks like a grifter to me. You know? Like, uh, to me, this Seth, whatever his name is, is only interested in, in grifting money off of the right. It's very obvious. Um, and nobody's ever even heard of him, you know, until he started selling some cringe $20 six packs of beer. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Hold on a sec. He's been having a complete meltdown. The man gets like no interaction on Twitter unless he's doing shit like this. But I'm trying to find this tweet. Yeah, okay, here we go. Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal either. I just think it's like... um. I just think it's people are bored, you know? Who is going to complain? I mean, I don't even know who this, who this guy is. Other than a guy that's grifting off the right, selling shitty beer to people for $20 a six pack. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm supposed to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. You know, all he does is sell beer that's $20 a six pack or whatever. I grift, I know. Oh, it's $10 a six pack. Oh, it's 50% off now. I wonder why. Okay. I mean, if you want to like, if you want to, uh, <laughs> it's the same shit as the stupid daily wire, $20 chocolate bars. You know what I mean? It's exact same stuff. 
Alright. So I don't know if I'm going to... I don't know if I'm going to um, upload this, but I do want to talk about it as a topic. Then I want to talk about um, a new potential... Do you remember how... A, a while ago, PayPal was going to try to institute this like hate speech fine for people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Isn't it going to help the Riley Gaines organization? Yes. A whopping 10 cents on every dollar will go. So his company will keep 90% of the profit. And by the way, $25 for a calendar. $25. $25 for a calendar in the year of our Lord, 2023. $25. What do you mean, so? Why not make it 50? <laughs> 25. Do you know how much it costs to make a calendar? Less than a dollar. Source, I work for calendars.com. Okay? So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, yeah, it should be scratch and sniff for that price. It is not expensive to make your own calendar. Again, I worked for calendars.com. I know what calendar costs are. But anyway. Everybody is everybody's just hustling for the drama. There's, there's, there's like really no reason for anyone to buy this. But I also think that it's like one of the greatest... One of the greatest grifts of all time. This has been a grift used by just about every company on the planet. When they're like, uh, uh, a portion of profits go to whatever, 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 right? $25 for a calendar. Of which $2 goes to Riley Gaines organization. If I want to donate to Riley Gaines organization, I'll just donate directly to it. I'm not making a, a $25 calendar and a $20 six pack of beer. I mean, this, this guy acts like he's some kind of force for good on the right. He's a mad grifter. And cool. That's cool. That's cool. By the way, you also have to pay for shipping. And they ask you for a tip in the checkout. But yes, it is a nothing burger. It is, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course, of course. $25 plus they ask for a tip, plus they charge for shipping, but they give $2 to Riley Gaines. So they're fighting the fight on the right, guys. Stop calling him a grifter. Stop calling him a grifter. He's a hero, damn it. He sells $20 six packs of beer that say ultra right on them. 
He's fighting the culture war. People say, well, Jeremy, you sell coffee too. Yeah, I do. And it's not called something cringe like liberal tears coffee. It doesn't grift off of the right. That's the entire point of the product. <laughs> Nobody's even heard of this kind. He was crying on Twitter that I called him a grifter. But I donated some money to some right-wing causes, Jeremy. I'm not a grifter. You mean tax-deductible write-offs? Anyway. If people are willing to buy as a probably a novelty, isn't it just good old capitalism at work? Yes. Yes, it is. 100% just good old capitalism. People get like, people don't understand like, it's like you're not allowed to, you know, I'm not saying you're saying that, but People are so quick to spaz out and be like, it's not the end of the world that exists. I'm like, well, yeah, I never said that. I just said it's cringe and gay and it's grifting off of the right. That's all. Buy it. Don't buy it. You can buy it, you know. Absolutely. People should, if they want to, buy it. Moreover, I think they should probably... Uh, they should probably just donate money directly to Riley Gaines if they want to support Riley Gaines. Appreciate you, smoking gun. Thanks for supporting my political cause to fight the left. Now, you may have saw this, seen this story floating around the interwebs over the uh, last couple of days or maybe even a week because information, a story about this came out early last week and it wasn't really picked up until more recently in which a major cell phone provider, T-Mobile, and presumably everyone else will move along the same way here, has um, updated their terms of service in a way that will now allow for fines, allegedly, to their customers of up to $3,500 for texting hate speech, allegedly. You know, allegedly. You text something that T-Mobile doesn't like, they now have it in their terms of service that you can be fined up to $3,500, according to some reports. Now, many of you maybe remember this, but it wasn't that long ago in which PayPal tried to do the same thing. PayPal tried to stealth roll this out. And when they got caught, they rolled it back. But the ultimate, you know, uh, <laughs> the ultimate story there is they tried to roll it out. PayPal tried to be able to charge, wanted to charge their customers for hate speech. Now, there is a story that hit Twitter. T-Mobile has quietly updated their terms of service to include fines for content they don't agree with. Beginning on January 1st, 2024, 
they will be fining users who commit perceived violations on their bandwidth. Who knew in America that phone providers would now be policing your content of your text messages and may fine you? SHAFT is the acronym that stands for um, hate, you know, firearms, alcohol, tobacco, whatever. It outlines categories of text messages specifically regulated due to moral and legal issues and is monitored and enforced by the Cellular Telephone Industries Association. So they're reading your text messages. I suppose you should probably just get everybody that you know on Signal. Or what are some of the other ones that are end-to-end encrypted? WhatsApp is another one, I think. Who gets to determine what and what isn't hateful? Will political text messages be censored now going to 2024? Um, This is what Comcast did to uh, Laura Loomer, allegedly, in 2019-2020. Here's the... Here's the actual piece. Now, again, will it be enforced? It's tough. You know, I think um, if it were to be enforced, I think it's pretty sure. I, it's pr- I'm pretty sure I know who's going to be getting the fines, right? So beginning on January 1st, 2024, which is just four days away, T-Mobile is instituting three new fees for non-compliant traffic that results in a severity zero violation. A SEV zero represents the most harmful violation to consumers and is the highest level of escalation with which a carrier will engage with bandwidth. This applies to all products, text messages, media messages, short code, toll-free, and 10 DLC, I'm not sure what that is, that traverse T-Mobile's network. Tier 3 shows a $500 for all other violations, including but not limited to Shaft. Please review this T-Mobile Code of Conduct. So if we go and look at the actual Code of Conduct, it's pretty wild. You know, I don't know if... Again, if they're actually going to do this, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be what really matters here. But this is, I mean, you can see it on the T-Mobile community threads. People are bringing it up. And they're saying, uh, this is the first result on Google when searching for this. If this does, in fact, turn out to be true, I'll be leaving T-Mobile You'll say, I seriously doubt this is true. They're supposed to legally inform users of something like this, which is what they're doing. That's called a terms of service update. Also, as my husband, military vet, has pointed out, this would be a direct violation of our First Amendment rights in which he would be talking to a civil rights attorney. Again, um, sweet summer child, kitten 80. Sweet summer child. Did you not follow the Twitter files? Did you not follow the Facebook files in which your government willingly, repeatedly, and with political uh, motivations violated United States citizens' First Amendment rights at will? At will?
our government was doing this to us since 2000 and well, probably since the beginning, but it's very publicly known since 2016. You see this, uh, who knew that America, you see this, what's happening. So they show this bandwidth thing. Um, people say, yes, I know Laura Loomer is a loon, but I don't see anyone else talking about it yet. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Again, who's defining what's hate. So some of these fines actually make sense. That's what that person said about Loomer. I don't know anything about her other than I see her very aggressively arguing with other women on Twitter a lot. Um, this, like if you look at this first tier, right? $2,000 for phishing, smishing, I don't know what that is, and social engineering. Um, this would be a fine for actually you know, using T-Mobile to scam people, right? That kind of thing makes sense. Social engineering refers to the practice of targeting individuals in a way that manipulates individuals to reveal private information like credit card numbers or social security numbers. I'm fine with a fine for that, right? It's also against the law. Then there's a second tier, $1,000 for illegal content. In illegal content includes, but is not limited to, cannabis, CBD, Prescription solicitation. Now, I assume that means selling it. I assume that means selling it. Oh, smishing is text message phishing. Shout out. Okay. But then the other interesting part here is tier three, $500 for all other violations, but not limited to shaft. So if we go to the actual code of conduct and we look at this shaft, um, holy crap. Like this is the thing. Nobody ever reads this, you know, to actually find it. I don't know if I can, if I can even find it. it doesn't come up in search. If I could spell it right, maybe, maybe that would help. No, I can't spell. Now, if I go to, what does this say? Code of conduct section five. Okay. So let's go there. Let's go to section five, which is page 18. Okay. Here we go. If we actually read special use cases, political messaging, T-Mobile supports all political partners and messages to their constituents. To run political messaging, the requirements are that the campaigns run on the correct non-consumer channel. We require this, that, and other stuff. Okay, fine. Shopping cart reminders are allowed. I wanted to find their definition of hate because that's obviously, you know, what's up, what's how the, the mealy, you know, the, the, who defines it, right? Section five. So unlawful, unapproved or spicy content, which is spam, fraudulent or misleading messages, depictions or endorsements of bad behavior, inappropriate content. Again, I don't know what inappropriate content is. And then also profanity or hate speech. So it's, it's right here in the terms of service that T-Mobile can now enforce a $500 fine or more for quote unquote 
hate speech, which is not a real thing. Right? It's not a real thing. Now, you want to have, like, you want to go after scammers or phishing people or fraud people or scam people? I support that. 100% support that. But you talking about profanity or hate? You can't even swear? I mean, again, it's going to come down to if it gets enforced, but you know if they do enforce it, who it's going to be enforced against, right? This isn't going to go against people, you know, so I'm saying like for people who are skeptical, right? For people who are skeptical about it, I mean, I just showed you, it's in the terms of service. It's in there. What about Aussies who call each other cunts all the time? Remember this, PayPal revoking controversial misinformation policy. Major concerns remain over $2,500 fine. Remember that last October. Don't think they're not going to continue to roll that kind of stuff back out. This is social credit. Uh, this, is the, this is the social credit system at work. After facing backlash earlier this month, PayPal rescinded a line in its policy stating that spreading misinformation on the platform will be subject to a $2,500 fine. Today, the remaining language leaves users and elected officials demanding more clarity over how the platform defines fine-worthy speech. Well, we all know how they define it. What political affiliation are you in? Whatever political affiliation you may have, that is what defines whether or not the rules apply to you. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's, that's how this gets enforced. So yeah, it's buried in the terms and service, but I showed you right there, it's there. So no, this isn't just a wild conspiracy theory. This is real. And don't, you know, I fully expect other cell phone companies to follow suit. Make sure you spread this around and let your friends know. Check that terms of service and decide who they want to give their $100 a month to in the future. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure to like on it. We'll talk to you again real soon. I have to send a voice message quick. So hold on one second. Okay. You know, I'm sure they're not going to, I'm sure they're not finding the super, the super soldier Antifa people, right? And what about when adults employ misgenders you I'm intentionally? So while, she's talk, while he's talking, you're talking. You just misgendered me again. Okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, that's also. Well, okay. she did do it intentionally twice. You're talking to me too. You said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have full authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you want to play that game with me. Okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. <laughs> Absolutely. You could tell the moment where this dude has had enough of, of his shit. It's right there. It's right there when he's had... Right there when he's had enough of his shit. Intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal... That's also well, she did do it intentionally twice. You said she, and then you said he. Right here. 
And it was that it was that it was at that moment that he took a deep breath and he said, I you know you know that that, that was it. Being condescending and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have four to This is a it turns out, by the way, the man on the other side of the camera is a Hollywood actor for the show 13 Reasons or something like that. Some sort of show about suicide. You know what's you know what's messed up though? This dude's probably gonna get fired. This dude's probably gonna get fired. You know he's gonna get fired. And to be totally honest with you, I don't know he if he could have handled it any better. I don't know if he could have handled it any better. This dude was being a punk ass and he's like, look, you want to keep pushing it? I'll get you. I'll kick you out of this airport right now. The problem is Delta is extremely woke. And Delta also made a comment to the New York Times, I think. Oh, no, here. Yeah, to Newsweek. In a statement to Newsweek, a Delta spokesperson said the airline is, quote, aware of the video and looking into the matter, including reaching out to our customer to understand more about what occurred. I don't need more context. That dude was just being a punk-ass bitch. Some rich uh, Karen, you know? But this dude's going to get fired, probably. The whole reason that loser was that was their big moment. They're like, oh my God, I'm gonna film this and put it on TikTok. By the way, this is the same person. This is the same person on the other side of the camera teaching children how to do this. Do my estrogen shot. Estrogel. Does this person look like a female to you at all? This looks like a dude with makeup, and it is extremely obvious. So, on what planet? On what planet is that? Is that guy, the employee, doing anything wrong? Toonie dolls, alcohol wipes. This is what they do with their TikTok. Teach kids how to give themselves estrogen shots. Milliliter once a week, so I pull this halfway, get it in, pull it down. Why are you Why are you promoting a this? A little bit extra just to be safe. A tank top, and a bra, and pectorals. Mental health affirming care. I want to be really clear. I would not be. Oh yeah. Fucking stabbing myself with a needle once a week. Need to to survive. Yeah, it's a guy. Still a man making kids comfortable with injecting themselves with anything is not going to turn out well for the kids. That's that's the person that was harassing that. Uh, 
the poor uh, wage dude, the hourly guy. Shots aren't working, I don't think. Shots aren't working. They don't seem to be working. Over 2,000. Look, I think, um, I think that there is a happy medium or middle ground when it comes to people making a fair wage. Uh, certainly, I'm not on the side of the mega CEOs who are still making millions of dollars when their frontline workers are having to work extra jobs or taking extra shifts as an Uber driver or DoorDash driver to make sure they can pay the rent or make sure that they could possibly you know, buy Christmas gifts for their kids or their friends and their family. I get, you know, I, I really am sympathetic to that. However, the reality is that not every job is supposed to be a, a, a career. Not every job is supposed to exist to support a family. When you work at McDonald's, well, nowadays, I guess it's different because McDo the McDonald's by me is paying like $26 an hour. 20, I mean, these kids are making 50 G's a year. I guess I admit, you know, I'm obviously an old head now, but you know, when I worked fast food, it was like six fifty five fifteen an hour. And then it was $6 an hour. I get, I know 50 K isn't what it used to be, but in most cases, these are part-time jobs for kids or people who want part-time work and not, it's not supposed to pay for everything. We've obviously seen, um, the outcome, um, of this de constant demand for more money for, you know, J-O-Bs, I'll call them, not careers. And in liberal states and democratic states, there's always been this wild push for an insanely high minimum wage. And nobody ever thinks what that's actually like downhill from that. I mean, I guess I can't totally remember because I think the only times I would go to McDonald's if, if I had been drinking, but you know, an extra value. If you go to Five Guys, I just saw a, vi a video of some guy that was going kind of viral. He went to Five Guys, had three burgers, three sodas, and two fries, and it was nearly $60. There is a downhill effect of paying everybody. Like, do you think raising the minimum wage at Pizza Hut to $20 an hour? It, what do you, do you think that pe people already don't like Pizza Hut? Now they're going to have to charge $18, $19 for a pizza. Over 2,000 pizza delivery drivers now to be laid off in California as $20 minimum wage takes effect. How'd that work out for you? It's like these, I don't even want to say liberals, leftists. They don't understand a damn thing about the economy. Probably because none of them have ever worked a real job. So they fight and they fight and they fight and they fight for a, an insanely high minimum wage. A minimum wage of $40,000 a year in an era in which gig drivers like DoorDash and Uber Eats can just pick up the slack. Or in an era where McDonald's, remember when McDonald's workers were picketing for higher minimum wage? They now, as far as I know, have multiple locations that are nearly completely automated. That have like 
a few people in the entire building. Remember when McDonald's had a dollar menu? It wasn't even that long ago. You could get a double-double or du whatever, double cheeseburger on the dollar menu. You could get, I think, a medium fry on the dollar menu. And a, so you could eat for three bucks. And now this is what the policies get. Now everybody, now you raise the minimum wage, but nobody is going to pay it. California Pizza Hut franchises will be laying off over 1,200 delivery drivers due to the increase in the minimum wage for fast food employees coming in 2024. This move to increase the minimum wage to $20 was an initiative of Governero, Governero, Gavin Newsom. I don't know if that's, is that supposed to be a typo? Now allow me a minute to, to stump for the pizza delivery driver. As somebody who's had a lot of pizza delivered, I think that a lot of businesses are really greedy. I remember when, when, when in my old house, there was only two pizza places in town that would deliver. One of their pizza, one of their pizzas was like a grease pile that nobody liked, and the other pizza place was extremely expensive. For like, I, if I remember correctly, if, if you had like three toppings on a pizza, like a large three-topping pizza was like thirty dollars there. This is at a time where even right now you can still get a large pizza from Domino's for like $7 or $6. I remember ordering that, you know, remember during, was it, it wasn't even during the lockdowns. If I can't remember the exact time, maybe, maybe you can remember in the chat or in the stand, in the comments. I think it was around the time gas went up to like $4 a gallon or something like that. Suddenly every suddenly every pizza delivery place started charging a delivery fee, right? And what happened is, and again, I'm stumping for delivery drivers. People on the other side were like, wait a minute, I, I paid you $5 to deliver the pizza. Why am I tipping you? So greedy pizza delivery, even again, this place wasn't even a chain. They would charge it like $3.50 or $4 to deliver the pizza. Plus, then I had to tip the driver on top of that. And so... Even I was like, screw it. If I'm going to buy your pizza, I'm going to go pick it up because it's $10 cheaper, right? You got to tip at least $5 per pie if you're tipping. So you're paying four or $5 for a delivery fee plus another at least $5 in tip. It's another, it's another $10 on top. So like, to be fair, you know, the drivers have been getting screwed for a long time. Business Insider reported that Pizza Hut operators have filed notices saying they were discontinuing their delivery service entirely in order to comply with the Federal Worker Adjustment and Retaining Notification Act. According to the act filed by Pack Pizza LLC with the state's Employment P D Development Department, the company operating as Pizza Hut has made the business decision to completely eliminate first-party delivery services. As a result, the elimination of all delivery driver positions. How'd that work out for you? Now Pizza Hut's just going to use DoorDash and they don't have to pay anything for it. Idiots. Idiots. All those people that, look, I'm sure that they're, uh, most people that deliver pizza just do it for extra cash or whatever like that. But now you got them fired. Now they're fired from their jobs because, you, you know, because Gavin Newsom wanted a political point win. And, you know, on top of, you know, the wild increase in tip culture, um, 
you know, it, it's insane. Southern California Pizza Co. similarly announced 841 drivers at their locations, Los Angeles, Orange, San Bernardino, Riverdale, and Ventura, Ventura Connors would also be fired. The franchise will use third-party delivery apps such as DoorDash as alternatives. So now these pizza delivery drivers that probably, I don't know what they were making, especially if we're talking in California, but I suppose like your average pizza delivery driver, driver might make 8 to $12 an hour plus tips, something like that. Um, at least they had like that minimum guarantee. But now they will have no guarantee. They will have to sit alone in their car in some seedy parking lot and try not to get robbed and stare at their cell phone and wait for somebody to have an order come through in which they will deliver for free. They will have to rely entirely on tips. This is a massive net negative for people who were delivering pizzas there. And, and like people, you know, I guess I know it's easy for people to be like, hardy, har, har, Pizza Hut sucks. I get it. Pizza Hut, McDonald's, I get it. But the, the point is that these policies don't work. This might, you might, this, this crap might've been able to fly in the forties when automation was just starting, but like now they're just going to replace you. Now they're just going to fire you. So 2000 jobs lost. So Gavin Newsom could parade around and say, look how progressive California is. Can't park your car on the street without getting robbed, but you can make $20 an hour at McDonald's. By the way, $20 an hour is already what people at McDonald's in the Midwest make. And then let's not even get into, by the way, you know, where all these costs are coming in. Yes, corporations are greedy, okay? For the record, I don't mind Pizza Hut. I like their thin crust. I'm t- I, I, I like their thin crust pizza. I wouldn't necessarily take it over like a, a small mom and pop shop. But like Pizza Hut used to be awesome. I used to go there for the buffet. They had a greasy Turtles in Time arcade game there. Pizza Hut used to, we used to have culture in this country. Pizza Hut was, was a better place. But you get these stockholders, you get these CEOs, all that kind of stuff. You end up in, 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 the, in this situation where now nobody gets a job. Now McDonald's will automate all these people out. So all these people that were making $20 an hour minimum wage, they're going to be out of a job. So how exactly is that helping the working class? It's just the dumbest, most short-sighted leftist BS that I've ever seen in my life. And again, I I think workers should know their worth. But when I was young, this is I know this is a wild thing, right? Maybe you guys did something similar to this when you were young. I would quit. I would go find another job that paid better. In fact, when I was young, the minimum wage was like 5 to $6 in that era when I was a minimum wage, wage worker. There were times that I quit an entire job over $0.25 cents an hour. 25 or 50 I wanted to make more money. I went across town and I worked at a different place. I know that's crazy, but it actually forced competition amongst employers. If they wanted good employees, they had to pay more for them. But now what you just, now you want the government 
you know, like I worked for, I started working at washing dishes. Cafe Istanbul was my first dishwashing job. Actually, risky business a bar was. Then Cafe Istanbul, I think. I might mix those up. But when I wanted to make more than five bucks an hour, I got a job in retail at Office Max. And when I wanted to make more than that, I went to Best Buy. And when I wanted to make more than that, I actually went to Menards. I went to Menards. I love selling electronics. But, but, but Menards paid their cashiers $10 an hour for weekend days. So Menards paid more than anyone else to work weekends. So I went to work there. I didn't know anything about tools. I still don't. I sure remember my training and catching all these people, these, these construction workers putting diamond tip steel blades in the rolls of carpet and try to get it past me. So, I mean, that's how it's supposed to work. Because then the p places that pay the least don't get any employees. And the whole system works that way. But when you have government intervention, this is what happens. Everyone gets unemployed. Hey, Ali, thanks for the uh, review of the hot cocoa. I saw that. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. We've got another toxic gym chick. Got another toxic gym kick chick. Yeah, the joke when I was young was, save big money at my nards. That was like the, when I was like eight, that was a joke. But I mean, is that, is that, is that just gone nowadays? When I was young, you just changed jobs. I was just like, oh, I, I don't, uh, you don't want, I, I need to make more money. So I would ask for, first I would line up a new job. Then I would ask for a raise. Monster Squad. Kick him in the nards. Wolfman doesn't have any nards. Um, that's, uh, that's what you did when I was young. You didn't wait for the government to, get, to raise the minimum wage. You went and got a different damn job. I keep hearing from uh, Joe Biden that this is the best job economy in the, in, in the world ever has been, ever will be. So go get a different job. Know your worth. That's part of the reason all the generation of pussies. I mean, when I was young, you quit a job for 25 cent raise or 50 cent raise, or you moved apartments over a 50 bucks a month. That's what you did. Can you write coffees if you check out his guests? Uh, yes, I think so. T-Mobile's gonna T-Mobile's gonna shut me down now. He's gonna find me for that. We've got another stupid crotch at the gym story for you today. Oh, I almost nailed it. Uh, I know everyone loves um, these uh, dumb broads being dumb broads at the gym, and uh, there's a new one floating around the internet. I thought we'd take a look at, it and then maybe take a little deeper look. Exactly what drives these women to do it. Look, I don't have any problem with uh, how you know women dress at the gym. Include, you know, by the way, men I'm sure too also dress whatever a certain way to get attention at the gym. It's just 
how you react to the the attention that you get, uh, especially when you're doing it on purpose for the camera, that uh, that creates a problem for most people, just like me. Um, and they probably have a lot less of a problem if they took advantage of these last two days of this massive end of the year sale from Coffee Brand Coffee. We are absolutely blowing out all of our snacks and a bunch of our coffees and our K-Cups are on sale, 30% off most of our K-Cups. Now's the time to stock up. If you've never tried it, if you've never tried our product, now's a great time. Pick up some of these buttery toffee peanut bombs, the cashews, they're only five bucks. Our chocolate-covered coffee beans, only seven bucks. The yogurt pretzel twist, these are all, I mean, you could, these things last for a long time too, so definitely pick them up you know, before the new year when you want to go to the gym. But uh, link in the description, by the way. Women on TikTok have been taken to filming themselves in a bid to, quote, catch predatory men at the gym. But people are divided over who's really at fault. Over the past 18 months, videos with the hashtag Gym Creep and Gym Weirdo, mostly uploaded by UK and US users, have amassed over 100 million views on TikTok. Last month, Gym Influencer, God... Gina went viral when she shared a clip of a, quote, creepy man who positioned near to where she was lifting weights. She was, watch this creep come over to my personal bubble while doing deadlifts as she continues to lift weights. Now, look, ladies, I hear you. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that guys aren't creepy. Guys can't be creepy at the gym, okay? Those guys exist, and their behavior is just as wrong. And, um, you know, I'd be happy to, to do videos dunking on some dude being a, 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 a creep, creepazoid sleazebag. Uh, but those aren't the videos that seem to go popular and get popular on the Internet. You know, feeling threatened by his presence, Gina said the gym was practically empty. There's so many corners to be in. And he chose this one. She continued. I've been in the corner 10 minutes before him and he only had one and only had one set left. Determined not to let him interrupt her workout, Gina continued her squats in front of the mirror. In the background, the man who she accused of ogling her minutes before is seen moving one weight from one side close behind her. Explaining why she had gotten her camera out, Gina added, I started recording him, so now we're all uncomfortable together. He was literally staring at my bum. Again, I, I mean, this does not is not a good look for this guy. All right? Um, and that's fine. Creepy old guy. I mean, look, I'm not going to be one of those guys that says, I'm going to stop way short of you deserve like any type of guy, you know, taking an extended look at yourself or anything. But if you're wearing this, I notice these leggings where it goes right up their butt crack. It literally looks like you can see their b-hole. Guys are going to take a look. I'm, I'm not sorry. Look at this. It's like a thong. All right. A guy is going to take a look. Now you want to linger. You want to creep on them. That's not okay. But this is why it's called biology. And by the way, don't act like women. Some dude comes in with like rippling abs and like is lifting. Let's not pretend they don't shoot a glance over there either. You know, but now you get a couple of situations. Let's look at, let's look at this one. Okay. 
this woman gets what's coming to her. Okay, essentially. Trainer gets caught on camera being a pervert. When I stand up for myself, he threatens to call the police and revoke my membership. Let's see what happens. Maybe not. Here it is. And when I stand up for myself, he threatens to call the police and revoke my membership. Why are you taking your shirt off once you're in the gym, by the way? I guess that might be a nitpick. This is an older video for sure, but I got, the, I got a new one from yesterday, but just showing an example. She slows it down, zooms in. I don't think he said any of that. You don't know what he said. He doesn't like at no point. He's probably like, why are you taking your clothes off? He doesn't own the gym, but he happens to work there, right? Why would why was she why was she even why was she even filming herself in that manner? It's because ninety percent ninety percent of the women that are doing this are creating content, right? And I don't have any problem with that in a private space. You want to work out at a gym? Build one at your house. By the way, you know what? If you're a quote-unquote gymfluencer, okay, no, dis no disrespect, but it'd be a really nice write-off for your content to write up, make yourself a nice little home gym, right? The reason they don't do that is not because they can't afford it, because gym equipment is not that expensive, all right? You don't need all this fancy stuff at a gym. You could have some free weights. You could have a treadmill. You could have all this stuff, you could build a really nice home gym for under five grand. And by the way, all of that is a business write-off if this is what you do. They're at the public gym because they're trying to catch people. They're trying to create moments. They're trying to create drama. And people don't like it. Now, I'm assuming that more and more gyms, by the way, are just banning cameras. There is some... There is some percentage of, of these people who are working out that film it to like critique their form later. That is a real, you know, that is a real thing. But this is not that. Here's, a, here's one from yesterday. Guy at the gym presses me for wearing painted pants, meaning she has no clothes on. She painted them on for Attention. If you don't have clothes on, you need to be out of here, man. You need to be out of here. I do have clothes on. Go closer. She's like telling him, like, she's like telling him to.
to keep, oh, you got your club. You triggered somebody, go harass him. Go harass him. Make him look like a creep. She, again, it may, you may not, I'm not going to zoom in and show everybody or whatever like that, but these are not pants. They are painted on by her own admission. He's saying you need to leave. He's not I mean, she's covered, so... Yeah, she's covered. Also, you're not supposed to videotape. Oh, I'm covered. Guys, I'm just... I just have my body painted. I'm definitely not here just trying to get a reaction. Let's look at some of the replies. 21,000 likes. That dude was 100% right. He called out your degenerate behavior and you played the victim. If Brad Palumbo, imagine thinking even one person was about to be on your side. Did you really think we were going to take your side? Nobody wants to smell all that. Paging Joey Swole about keeping your painted snatch off gym equipment. No hate or anything, but what was she even doing in the gym with painted pants? Everyone knows what she was doing, creating content. She wasn't there to work out. She was there to harass the men. She was there to harass the men and create a viral moment. As he should, you were in the wrong. If the rules weren't clear enough, then gym etiquette should be obvious to you. People are there for gains, not whatever the heck this is. You deserve to be ridiculed. 3,000 likes. She thought we were going to take her side. I mean, just everybody. This is indecent exposure. You should be on the offender registry. The guy is right. Imagine a man walking around the gym like this. He would be kicked out, banned for life. Well, female privilege is a thing. With painted pants and on camera, you obviously went to the gym to get a reaction, not for any other reason. You're in the wrong here. You see, get your camera off me. If you've been on YouTube or on social media, you know, the last couple of days, you've likely heard the hoo-ha around yet another attention-seeking narcissistic woman trying to sully fellow gym-goer online by filming them in the gym and making accusations of creep behavior. The video has since been deleted, but if you haven't seen it, here's a reasonable breakdown, and they share it looks like Lauren Chen's video. Unfortunately, this is just one of many times over the last 12 to 18 months, the situation is almost always the same. Scantily clad woman doing her thing at the gym has fellow gym-goers in the video without their permission. Guy looks in her general direction uploads a video to the social media account, makes accusations of them creeping on her. I mean, like, it's, it's just, it's, I'm glad that more men are just like, no, get that crap out of here. I'm here to work out. I, I don't know how, I guess like if you don't have room, you know, here's another one. Women facing backlash for a problem women created. I, I shared this one this morning. Now, this guy comes in a little hot, a little hot, but we don't necessarily know the history. This chick may have some history of there. I mean, I wouldn't say she's scantily clad. I'd say she's dressed like a normal workout person would be. This is a guy that probably came in a little too hot. But again, this is a problem created by women like her. 
I don't think that, the, you know, some people maybe think that one's fake. I don't know. You know, ooh, girl, I'm harassed by a guy at the gym ogling me. Same girl. Do my followers want to see me do some squats while wearing revealing clothes? Again, this person isn't dressed in a... But I'm saying this is the reaction men are having now to, uh, you know, these women film, like, filming their workouts. You know, it's, this is a problem that they created. Really surprised more fan, gyms haven't banned phones. A club I belong to doesn't allow them in the gym or the locker room. Can have them at tennis, golf course, and other public areas. The gym is to work out. I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, publicly shaming these people uh, for filming at the gym. You know, this one, I, I think the guy came in a little hot. But, again, we don't know the history. Maybe this chick has been talked to multiple times before about filming. Uh, maybe this guy has asked her before in the past to not have him in her videos or in their, you know, in the in the in the videos for them. So I mean, it, it's it's funny to me that apparently we still haven't learned our lesson. But I do, I am happy to see some men kind of sticking up for it. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you leave a like on it. We'll talk to you again real soon. Did you see that a Michigan court? She's getting shit on for the bitch-ass Karens destroying the safety of the gym. Yeah, she probably caught a stray there. You know. She probably caught a, a little bit of a stray there. I'm going to guess. So Michigan Supreme Court has decided that Trump can stay on the ballot. I'd say that's a W. I say that's I say that's a big W. These are the stupid calendar thing. I decided I'm not even gonna make a video about it. It's dumb and it's just gonna give this grifter more attention. I have other things to talk about. Okay, so where are these other stories I have? Oh yeah, this one's a pretty good one. Doobie doobie doo. Doobie doobie doo. Here's another, uh, We're a second here. I want to find this. Everybody wanted AI, right? Everybody wanted AI. Cross streams with sticks. Well, I'll try to work with him to, you know, I think he should go live either before me or after me. I have to, uh, I'm like contractually obligated to this time slot. So if you want to try to tell sticks, like I'll hundred percent cross promote too. He should go on live before me or after me. I can't leave my time slot. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Wisconsin Supreme Court tried what the Colorado Supreme Court tried attempting. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Doobie doobie doo. How's everyone's weeks? What do you guys got going on this week? What day is it? It's only Wednesday. So we got a full week left. And then we've got we've got a full week left and then we've got uh If we're gonna smoke, if we're gonna talk about AI, I just wanna say text and image generation using the internet as database isn't isn't artificial intelligence. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I do that. Dooby dooby doo. Everybody wanted AI. Everyone wanted to roll it out very quickly. Everyone wanted more automation. You know, everyone who could have foreseen this happening. You know, I've talked about in separate video, maybe before or after this, how automation has now cost 2,000 people, uh, pizza delivery drivers, their jobs, given uh, the, I'm sorry, that was the state forcing a $20 minimum wage. But McDonald's had... Uh, you know, a demand for higher wages from their employees. And now they've just started rolling out stores that are nearly completely run by machines. This is the future. We are going to have an absolute uh, employment crisis on our hand, and it's coming quicker than you think. And guess what? It's not going to affect most of you. People who work in the trades, people who work um, in specialized skills, your jobs won't be so easily replaced. In fact, I believe it was a recent South Park episode where the handyman was like a multimillionaire because every, nobody knew how to do anything uh, for themselves. Well, if we look at now, Google is set to lay off or fire 30,000 people because of a rapid improvement in automation. 30,000 probably college-educated, in-debt, um, jobs, you know, workers whose job is no longer even required. Think about that. AI and automation are going to have a similar, if not larger effect on the United States wor world, you know, the worldwide workforce than the invention or the, you know, the, the um, adoption of the personal computer. It's going to displace far more people. 30,000 woke idiots from Google, gone. Google, and this is, if we just go back to a little bit earlier, Google fired 12,000 employees a year later. The CEO says it was right. It was the right call, just done in the wrong way. A few days ago, Google CEO Sundahar Pachai, who probably makes 50 million a year, openly acknowledged that the way Google managed to lay off 12,000 employees, about 6% of its workforce was not done right. This is mission reflecting on one of the largest layoffs in Google's history begins a sharp focus on ethical and practical considerations of corporate downsizing. Look, this is something that I've always tried to tell my viewers, always try to instill in people that watch my videos, that listen to my, um, you know, listen to my podcast. 
it's always better to live beneath your means. You know, it isn't, uh, you know, living even at your means is, is not a great long-term plan. Now, if you're a contractor, if you're, you know, you know, like the housing market seems to ebb and flow with interest rates. But to be honest, locally, I talked to a construction guy who runs a construction company this past weekend. Thing has any, nothing's even slowed down at 6% interest rate or 6 or 7%, whatever it is now. These people with white collar tech jobs, the saying's not going to be learn to code anymore. It's going to be like learn to solder or um, learn to pipe, <laughs> learn, to, learn to dig. You know, it's, they're going to have to learn how to get, to, to get their hands dirty, learn how to grout. That's going to be the new, the new meme. And then we talk now, Google announces 30,000 layoffs from ad sales division post new AI innovation. The story released yesterday. Now, I don't know if they have formally announced it yet. There are several articles, several websites covering this. Google to let go of 30,000 employees due to new AI innovation. And Reuters, Google plans ad sales restructuring as automation booms. Okay. Alphabet-owned Google plans to reorganize a big part of its 30,000-person ad sales unit. These are people that work in the AdWords. Like when you see ads on YouTube videos or ads on... Um, you know, ads on YouTube, ads on YouTube videos or ads on Google search engines. They work with the clients, things of that nature. Sean Downey, who oversees ad sales to big customers in the Americas, said that the department-wide meeting last week saw Google plans to restructure its ad sales team without specifying whether the move would include layoffs. Well, of course it does. Robots fighting NPCs. Google intended to consolidate staff, including through possible layoffs, by reassigning employees at large customer sales units who oversee relationships with major advertisers, the report said, setting another person briefed on Google's plans. The plan reorganization comes as Google's relying more and more on machine learning techniques to help customers buy more ads on its search engines, YouTube, and other services. Google did not immediately respond in January, just January this year, Alphabet announced plans to cut 12,000 jobs around the world earlier. So this would be an additional, so 42,000 jobs this year. Earlier in June, Google laid off employees at its mapping app Waze as it merged the app's advertising system with Google Ads Technology 2. This is a, a massive collapse of Silicon Valley that I don't think any of these idiots saw coming. I don't think any of these, I don't think any of these people saw this coming at all. You know, like they're, they're just like, dee, 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 dee. oh, a day in the life of working at Google. I get my espresso and then I go to a pod meeting and then I have my salad on the roof and then I go down and then I have my dessert in the in this public square where we have a fountain with little birds. And then eventually I do a little bit of work. There's going to be a whole lot of crying millennials or Gen Z interns that have been fired from Google. A lot of people from India, too. By the way, if you actually work in the agency world, like I did for almost my whole professional career, there used to be a time when you would call ad support and get an American. That was 10 years ago. 
Now, every time I call an ad support, even for a client that maybe spends $12, $15 million a month, I'm getting, uh, you know, Bupinda, who barely speaks English, and I'm trying to ask ask complicated questions. Look at the people that manage YouTube's uh, monetization review process. They're all in this huge building in India. You know, most of these people don't even work. I'm sorry, don't even work in the United States. It, it, it's it's wild to me. So this article continues. Amidst all the layoff news, Google has now added 30,000 employees to the running tally. The tech giant is planning to let go of 30,000 employees from its ad sales unit after recent advancements in artificial intelligence, said the president of American and Global Partner, Sean Downey, last week. As per a news report, new innovations can automatically suggest and create ads for customers, requiring basically no human intervention. This development renders the ad sales unit essentially redundant. So when you're writing ads, you know, for AdWords or whatever, it used to be a skill. Like people ask why in my, when I tweet often, I capitalize the first letter of every word. It's because it, while I was writing ad copy for AdWords, Capitalizing the first letter of every word always had better click-through rates on the ads. And the better the click-through rate, the more customers, the better the quality score, the less price per click you had to pay. All that kind of stuff. So like, I, that's why I still do it now. It's because I'm used to writing AdWords ad copy. You used to run A-B split tests. You run ad copy split tests, all this kind of stuff. And no, those, that's all gone now. Even YouTube lets you A-B test different thumbnails. So... When you have all this stuff, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine many of these people keeping their jobs much longer. I don't know what the total number of employees are. If 12,000 employees was 6%, you know, another 30,000 would mean maybe we're close to 20% of its overall workforce being laid off. I suspect that number could be as much as 50% in the next year because of AI. AI is not going to affect the plumbers, the carpenters, the tile people, the garbage people, the you know engineer. Well, it will affect engineers. You'd be surprised how much engineering gets outsourced too, by the way. Uh, you know, it's, it's wild to me that, you know, all these, what are these people going to do? They've never got their hands dirty their entire lives. You have one company, Google, laying off 42,000 employees in a single year. Now every one of them has to go compete against each other for already fewer jobs. Facebook laid off tens of thousands, I believe, as well. A massive amount. Instagram, YouTube's, you know, all these companies are are laying everything, are laying everybody off. And they all have the exact same skill set. So this is what the future of AI is. It's replacing the people that actually created it. I've said often too that there will be, you know, AI YouTubers. We already have VTubers, which are real people um, behind an animated avatar. But we're really not, um, you know, we're really not that far away from just having that do text to speech. I read somewhere today that Kanye's apology to the Jewish community is written by ChatGPT. I don't know if that's true or not. But like this stuff's only been around 
This stuff's only been around for basically a year at most and a few months in its current iteration. By the end of next year, if you're in de development, if you're in programming, you're in this kind of stuff, I think you should be looking at you know, other career opportunities. I'm not saying it's going to come for you immediately, right? Smaller companies aren't going to be able to spend because when you're rolling out uh, this level of autom automation, it's still a huge cash investment. But yikes, dark future indeed for a lot of these um, white collar uh, uh, woke folks over at, uh, over at Google. And so you just hate to see it. I guess learn to dig. Hope you enjoyed this video and we'll talk to you again real soon. Programming is still fine. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, it seems like it would be pretty easy to have AI write, you know, to develop code. That's just, I, I don't, obviously I don't know that because I don't know, you know, I don't know coding like you might. No more Starbies. No more Starbies three times a day. I think that that might have been. By the way, let me see if I had any other stories I wanted to grab. I mean, there'll still be, there'll still need to be people that can, um, you know, control the, that can service the machines. Do I want to talk about this ungrateful kid? Meow, 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 meow. Jordan Peterson predicted the economy with 20 or 30% unemployment because of tech advancement. Yeah, I'd buy that. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that. I was looking for I was looking for um another story, but I think the other stories I have are pretty weak tit. Like there's this one, but it doesn't really Where is this? Is this it? No. Um Is this it? Maybe where was, I thought I had, is this it? Yes. I was thinking about maybe one of my, uh, one of my all time greatest challenges would be to turn a 35 second video into a 10 minute video, but we'll just watch it. This is what's wrong, you know. I'll just say, um, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for it. I think kids being ungrateful and bratty on Christmas is 
probably something that's always existed, something that's always happened. Um, and this year is really no different, except it's exacerbated. It's, it's uh, far worse than it may have ever been. Um, you had this video essentially going viral, saying kid goes viral after his reaction to getting a PlayStation 5, which I don't remember exactly how much are they, $400 or $500? Kid opens a $500 present. Okay, and 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 uh, I I don't I think Juke and Media Bye, already got this video, so I, I got to be careful. So they open up this PS Five, right? And here's what the like, could you imagine? Could you imagine getting a PlayStation Five? How old does this kid look? Eight, seven, or eight? Like seven or eight? It's a five hundred dollar. Four five hundred dollar PlayStation. Oh, he's he's crushed. He's crushed. And then you get this. Oh my God! Oh my God! I wanted a PC. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a PC. I don't like this. Could you imagine working all those extra hours? All those extra hours. I mean, a $500 Christmas present for your kid, and he doesn't even care about it. And he turns around and just leaves it. What? what? I don't want it. Wait, are you serious right now? No, we turn it. I don't want it. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I mean, very ungrateful, but also clearly very smart. That is true. Hashtag PC Master Race. I mean, imagine being that. I mean, I get. Look, I'm not trying to... Look, by the way, I want to be very clear. I'm not shaming this kid. Uh, I'm not shaming this kid. Really, that's the parents. That's the... I mean, that's the parents' fault, right? I couldn't even imagine it. I don't care if I had millions of dollars if my kid reacted this way to the to of any gift really i do i do wonder the mysterious there is a mysterious absence of a fatherly voice in the background but here's what would happen if this was in my house the kid would be going to their room the every single gift that i bought them would be going back to the store by the way, if only there were a computer company out there that has a sweet discount code, metapcs.com is the computer I use. And if you use promo code the quartering, you can even save on your purchase. You save money on it. If you want to get if you want to get uh, you know, your spoiled brat of a kid, 
a, a sweet gaming rig than uh, you know code the quartering at metapcs.com. I think every toy, everything that was gone, and and that's it. No Christmas. You're done. That's what my parents would have done. There's no way I would have put. There's no way. There's no way. And some people say, I don't think publicly posting your eight-year-old's ungrateful behavior online for millions to see is a proper lesson for the child, especially considering the child's attitude, mostly formulas from the parents' teaching. Well, maybe the fact that the mom still posted it on the internet tells you something. Now, in today's world, okay, there is a non-zero percent chance. In today's world, there would be a there is a non-zero percent chance that this is fake. Right? There's a non-zero percent chance that this is completely fake. But I will say this. If dad was around, I mean you'd be better be turning that camera off. I mean, th there is no way. Bro, after not receiving a $3,000 PC to play Roblox, I'd return it and come home with nothing. A year can buy some time for some manners. Just take it back, get him nothing, problem solved, and an extra $500 in your pocket. <laughs> Meanwhile, the father who bought it for him with his hard-earned money. Bro wants a PC to play Minecraft and Fortnite and all the wrong settings. I mean... I mean, this generation is truly cooked. Now, some people said it wouldn't be surprised if it's staged, but either way, parents should be, shouldn't be posting their kids like this online for the entire world to see. If your kid behaves badly and your thought is to share it on the internet, it's clear why they're turning out that way. Based and true. Based and true. A kid that young doesn't even know what to do with a PC. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even understand. You know, the the. I don't want to comp look. If anybody's at 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 fault here, it's the parents. Uh, the fact that they still uploaded it to the internet makes me <clears throat> makes my um my fake star kind of chirp a little bit. I think it's more than a 1% chance that, the, that it's completely fake. I would say it's close to 15%. But I think that's still because I have um, some faith in humanity. But if, even if you look at this, like there's, a, there's this video here going around Teachers sounding the alarm on Gen Alpha behavioral problems. This kid is clearly Gen Alpha. Young Gen Z teachers are talking about the poor behavior of Gen Alpha students. And some of y'all are finally starting to believe us when it comes to how much we've missed the mark on raising these kids right. Because I have gray in my hair and I'm 36 years old, people tend to tune me out as soon as I open my mouth when I start talking about these issues we're seeing in the classroom with our kids these days. So before I go on, why don't we... 
review some of the evidence from some of the other creators on this app who might be a little bit more of a relatable age. This is my folder of crying teachers, and they are confused and frightened by the behavior of Gen Alpha. They're saying Gen Alpha is defiant, aggressive, disrespectful, and rude. Having to teach and work with you guys as children has been the most traumatic experience of my life. They don't respect any authority. You ask them, can you stand in your designated spot? They're telling you no and shut up. They're throwing things at each other. They're throwing things at other people, other classmates. You say, can everybody sit in their spot? I don't want to, I'm not doing that. You don't get to tell me what to do. You're not my mom. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but these kids are, I'ma just say this. <laughs> I teach seventh grade, they are still performing on the fourth grade level. I'm a middle school teacher. Whoa. I'm also 22 years old. And I will tell you, by far. Middle school teacher at 22, that doesn't even seem possible. You need to have a four-year four degree, right? Well, I guess if you just got out of school. Are, we are doomed. Like, these kids do not care. Like, I have kids, all they want to do all day long is get high. Like I need to ask millennials, um, why are your kids so awful? And more importantly, why do you think it's so funny? Your kids cannot read. They cannot write. They are ill-mannered. I've been trying to sound the alarm about Gen Alpha students and their poor behavior in their classrooms as well as their literacy problems since May of last year. But because of my age and how I look every time I make a video about these topics, I'll get people that have never worked with kids or have never spent a day in the classroom as an educator give me lines like, well, you're just old and jaded. If you don't like it and you can't handle it, quit and find another job. Kids have always been like this. Nothing's new in 2023. And then we've got the droves of people that are trying to blame it on I mean, blame it on the coof, yeah. And trying to blame it on the lockdown. Us not having any, any sympathy or empathy for students with special needs, even though I never talk about those types of students. And I'm always talking about general population students. And the Gen fact pop. That this is an overarching problem with every single kid, even the high achievers, even the ones that don't need IEPs, even the ones that are highly socialized and have a lot of resources coming from home. Teachers that have been in this for one, two, three years are seeing it and they are talking about it. Teachers that are veterans, like me, that have been in the classroom for over a decade or two or three or nearing retirement are also saying the same thing. Your children are missing the mark on discipline. They're missing the mark on education standards. They're missing the mark on literacy. They're missing the mark on socialization. We can blame it on COVID. We can blame it on iPads raising our kids. Yeah. We can blame I mean, it based. on the fact that kids don't socialize with each other enough. Right? We can blame it on the economy and the fact that parents don't have time to help their kids learn how to read or don't have time to take their kids to the park anymore. We can blame it on all of those things or we can blame it on none of those things. But it sounds like we're starting to get into a consensus here amongst educators that we have a real problem. And some of y'all need to stop making excuses. You're just blaming the kids. You're just so mean. No, we are not. The problem is, is that we have this generation yep. of parents that doesn't want to take accountability for not doing what they need to do to raise kids that are self-sufficient, that are socialized or kind. And no, it's not the kid's fault. And why does it seem like teachers are the only ones that are talking about it? I mean, you know, I would say based and true. This is what people voted for. Maybe the, te maybe the teachers are soft now. I don't know. But I would argue that, you know, having a generation of kids that are raised by screens has now finally come home to roost. When I was young, we could play video games. We played video games. 
but only after our homework was done and only after our chores were done and only after dinner was done. You know, all these things. Now kids are playing eight hours a day and when they're not playing games, they're on Snapchat. When they're not on Snapchat, they're on TikTok. When they're not on TikTok, they're on YouTube. And then they go to public and then they go to public school where half their teachers are groomers and the other half teachers aren't educated enough or prepared enough to deal with this extra challenge. No parents want to discipline their kids. They want to be their friends. And then that's how you get a kid who has a meltdown about not getting a gaming computer for Christmas. See, I brought it back home. Hope you enjoyed this video. Let me know what you think's wrong with today's generation of kids. Are these teachers just being soft? Have there always been spoiled brats? Yeah, certainly. I'm sure. But maybe the two things are related. I did it. I turned a 30-second video about a spoiled brat that's probably staged into a 10-minute video. I did it, boys. I mean, I think uh, fatherless homes, probably a big part of it. Probably a big part of it. Go ahead, ready? Go ahead, Jack, go. I could tell you this right now. If my dad was in the back, that camera, he'd become, uh, he'd be flying off his chair, guaranteed. PC would have been cheaper? No way. $500? Like maybe, I'm going to be, I'm going to bet you that it was some sort of prank. The last thing, yeah, the last thing we're going to hear is my dad's belt coming out. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> no, my dad never belted me. But I did get, I did, ca I did catch some spankings. Well-deserved. The wooden spoon, the moxie stick. By the way, I hope you're enjoying today's show. Uh, 4,800 people here today. Another excellent day, excellent show. If you're new, definitely say hi in the chat. And um, I'm live every day from 1 Eastern till right about now. If you haven't yet, please do click this follow button right here if it's green. That way you might actually get a notification of when I go live. If you wanna join my locals community, you can click the basement here and you can join the basement. It's five bucks a month. It goes directly to supporting the channel, myself, my two video editors, my thumbnail, my graphic designer. And you get access directly to me on locals. There's a separate locals chat during live streams where you can post videos and gifts and all sorts of stuff like that. Also, 
My company, Coffee Brand Coffee, has our year-end blowout sale right now at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Up to 64% off. Time to stock up on our chocolate-covered espresso beans, a spicy and sweet treat mix, cashews, buttery toffee pe pe peanut bombs. The pretzels are all massively discounted. The chocolate-covered sunflower seeds. And if you've been wanting to try our coffee, we've got about a half dozen flavors that are 50% off. And our K-cups are 30% off. So these seals are only while supplies last, and which means probably by the end of today, we'll be basically out of all this stuff. So make sure you pick that up. The link is in the chat or in the description down below. I love you all. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for being here. We'll be live again tomorrow. So make sure you follow the channel tomorrow, 1 o'clock Eastern. We'll be covering all the day's news. I appreciate you all so very much. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow.